Good afternoon, dear ones. I don't know how to say everything that I want to say right now, and it might be messy, but I'm just going to let it come out. Because speaking and making audios is a form of self-expression for many of us. And when I'm expressing through audio, I'm thinking of you and sometimes I see your faces and I just feel connected with you. And so instead of just writing or videoing, I actually feel the interconnection. So I just want to start with that sense and that feeling of interconnection. I want to talk about soul a little bit. S-O-U-L and what it means to you. I just finished a five-day training called Soul Space. All the recordings are available, so if you want to join and watch at any time, you can. You can get through all of them in about half a day if you choose. And as I am completing that journey of sharing that information, it feels like I've just delivered on something really important, at least for the arc of my work and the odyssey really of intentional creativity that works through me and through so many of us. So when I think of soul, it isn't something that someone taught me about. Everything I read about it doesn't quite make sense to me. And I just kind of heard about it in passing from people or when we talk about soul music or soul food or how I feel in my soul, but no one really outlined what it meant separate from a spirit or body. The thing that seems to make the most sense to me is that soul is in a domain that feels more infinite, while spirit and body in the, in the incarnate individual are part of more of the finite package. Meaning how soul informs body and how soul informs spirit. Of course, I don't know, but these are our explorations as a community. So when we don't get taught about the infiniteness of soul, we can tend to sort of descend into thinking this is all there is and that we're just who we are and we just came in how we came in, and that's that. And whether you believe in karma or destiny obviously shapes how you think about how your spirit lives in your body and the connection between spirit and body. But it seems to me like soul is kind of a missing piece. Soul offers a sense of place, if you will, in the universe where whoever you are is gathered together. And many different traditions believe that you incarnate as different sort of identities, but the soul is the same, and it's here working itself out. I don't know what you believe, and I don't know what I believe, really, but it does appear for me like I'm carrying some information, and so are you, that seem to come in with soul in my incarnation, and that when I'm connected with soul, my spirit and body can communicate And there's a sense of continuity between energy and matter and form and field. Repairing the relationship between spirit and body and between the whole package that is us and soul is a big part of our work here at Musea. Because it feels like there's a lot of things they haven't taught us. And whether that's on purpose 
or we're actually in a spell or our parents and adult just didn't know. They didn't know how to teach us about soul. They certainly didn't know how to teach us about spirit and the connection between spirit and body. They didn't talk to us about the distinctions between mind and imagination and between personality and identity and how our sensuality connects with the larger framework of who we are. When we incarnate, we enter into more of a finite space where soul seems more infinite. This incarnation feels more finite because of cycles and because of age and because each day that moves, we're growing older with it. Aging is something in our community that we call going into the future. Suhoya Sellers used to say, I'm accelerating into the future. When I think about us not being provided with basically the primer on how we're designed as human beings, it's pretty upsetting because I feel like I do a lot of cleanup in the domains that we haven't been taught about. Like we literally don't understand that we get to shape our identity and that we're not just at the mercy of who we ended up being in our family and our DNA. Quite literally, we don't understand how our mind works and we think it's something that we're supposed to get out of in order to get in the body. Quite literally, we don't get how we work, how we actually function. And I feel like a huge part of my work going forward is to help repair these areas which exist in the energy world, which are connected to the physical matter-based world. And I don't have all the answers, certainly, but I do have a big chunk that I've been working on for these past 30 years. And per usual, we start with the biggie, and the biggie is consciousness and how consciousness informs voice, how you speak to yourself. And most people, when they come into the community, don't have access to clear voice. They have layers and layers and layers of stuff built between them and their clear voice. And to repair voice isn't always easy. And you can't shut off voice. You don't want to. You actually want to listen to voice. But how? That's where consciousness comes in. And that's where self-expression comes in. Because consciousness can let itself be known through self-expression. So I'm pretty obsessed with passing on these teachings, what I call the 13 powers. I'm not revealing all of them because I want to save some for the people who are studying with me in both legend and our intentional creativity guardian training, which uh, registration is open for two weeks. That's called Origins. And it basically takes us back to the Big Bang, a.k.a. the cosmic orgasm, and brings us all the way forward and then invites us to learn how to speak to and through these different powers so that we can repair the fragmentation between spirit and body and between energy and matter and be able to establish a sense of flow between that which occurs as matter and that which occurs as energy. Every problem we have in our lives, every illness, every relationship registers in both body and spirit. But we are often tending spirit by itself and body by itself. 
So the mind, body, spirit thing has just been such a huge wave over the past 30 plus years, but we're still missing a lot of pieces because that huge wave was largely rooted in spiritual frameworks that have a lot of dogma to them, whether that's a specific spiritual tradition or a yoga tradition or a meditation tradition, there's all kinds of good stuff in there, but there's like a specific way. And what I'm trying to do is offer these teachings about being a human being without it needing to be dogmatic or a specific way or for you to believe anything specifically. You can bring your relationship with your deities and your dogma right into this process and begin to explore how to make the repair. Because these, although are, are, these are sacred teachings and connections, but you don't need to believe in any specific thing or way in order for them to work because they're just based on the way that we're designed as humans. Like we come in with all these phenomenal faculties that no one tells us about. And then we spend our entire life from a body perspective, seeking to reconnect and to remember those parts of ourselves, which are carrying incredible information. Yes, potentially from past lives, but sort of even more than that, whatever the soul, each soul is carrying, like my soul carries unique, specific information about intentional creativity that's connected with my unique identity and sovereignty. But my soul makes it very clear to me that this is not just me. I'm just one person who happens to be obsessed with this work, but that this is something for everyone and will work for anyone and doesn't require a membership card in anything and should be able to work with any tradition. So as I'm sharing this with you, I'm thinking about um, one of the last conversations that I had with my mama, Karen McLeod where she felt and heard and saw a vision of me creating kind of a new spirituality. I don't want to call it a spirituality or a religion, a new walk in the world that is, of course, based on our ancient walks, but is able to take us into the future by learning about who we are where we are, and that is truly able to be inclusive. The only way it's not inclusive is if anybody in whatever group we're in insists that it's not that way. So someone might insist, you know, we, you can't bring your deity in here. We already have a deity in here, right? You can't bring your dogma. You can't bring your karma. So, so there's a way that we don't want things to be watered down. We want to be very specific about the teachings we're passing on about soul. And we want to be very specific about the fact that they're all speculative, but include incredible process of discovery through self-expression and inquiry, but that we want to be so inclusive that you could come in from any tradition and just not insist that anybody agrees with you. Because some traditions think it's blasphemous to be as inclusive as I'm desiring to be, but that's what's required. Because when you say yes to a calling like this, and this calling is an odyssey. You have to be true to the instructions. And so I'm being true to the instructions, as true as I can. And to me, they are sacred teachings. But here's the thing I want you to know. The sacred teachings within our community I'm sharing right now are designed to catalyze your own sacred teachings. They're not here to replace the ones you have with ours. They're more like portals than something fixed. 
They are like movable portals that continue to shape, shift, and move as you shape, shift, and move, and as we engage with the evolution revolution we're causing around here. So I hope you'll join me either for Soul Space or for Legend, where we're going to paint this out, or if you are ready for a bigger journey for Origins as we unpack this material as a community, and we have been for 30 years, but this is a very specific way that we could each begin to create repair between the way that human beings are designed in both spirit and soma. Let's explore together. Thanks for tuning in and caring and listening and for your curiosity. I am most grateful for each one of you.